0: Russell Moore moving over to Christianity yesterday. Good move. Good move for him. No, not, not at all. Not for us. I'm
1: scared. I'm a uh, nervous.
0: Marijuana ganja expert, Pastor Doug Wilson, on the show with us today. <laughs> 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 That's great. And we got some uh, army videos that we're going to be showing you guys. Some good old training, you know. Some recruitment videos. Yeah, yeah. some good, you know. Good old fashioned USA political army recruitment. Get you excited.
2: I don't think Pastor will to go to, to battle stay around
1: videos very long after we play those. If were, we play those videos, were they smoking
2: the ganja when they were making those army they videos? Were smoking well, something.
0: Yeah, something. Hey, make sure you guys subscribe to our magazine, Fight Life Feast Magazine. It is uh, the next issue is coming out in June, so sign up now so you can get into that delivery uh, for June. A number of you guys have been waiting your magazine since april i had a couple people email me and say what? hey where's our magazine i was like well you're getting into the june oh because subscription up that's a- right a- after after the, the first issue that, came out that's my point we
1: got to do a subscription for back orders we'll, i want the back orders we'll figure
0: uh, it out we'll figure mm-hmm. that out that's just mm-hmm. another right. logistical thing that me and Ian need to work on
2: <laughs> got the, write that down ian we're
0: full of logistical <laughs> problems right now
2: <laughs> Well, praise god yeah, that's true <laughs> pastor
0: wilson's also going to be joining us in uh tennessee September ninth through the eleventh uh, at our Politics of Sex conference. Really excited about this. I was on the Mark uh, uh, the Mark Chef report yesterday. I think that's I think that's how you say his last name, but he he allowed me to plug
2: oh, our conference. Oh, on, oh on nice! nice. nice. It was really nice. Yeah,
0: so. Very cool. Um, we'll be in Tennessee September 9th through eleventh. We got all sorts of fun and games planned for Re- that. Registration's
2: opening in like a week. Uh, yeah, after days.
0: after our planning session that ha- we're going to have. Have we next talked to Mark
1: week. Dewey about the possible? Well, we
0: get, okay. Hey, come come on, on, man. All right, come on. I mean, I'm just teasing. Part I'm of just our teasing. big planning session. Hey, this
2: show's brought to you by Samaritan Ministries, which connects hundreds of thousands of Christians across the nation to care for one another's medical needs, all without the use of insurance. Here's how it works. And marijuana, without
0: <laughs> the use of marijuana, too. Just <laughs> sure. for just a
2: first, <laughs> just a little plug. <laughs> Yeah, you might want to look into it. First, there are no network restrictions. As a Samaritan member, when a health need arises, whatever it is, you choose your doctor, your hospital, your treatment, your pharmacy, and then Samaritan Ministries connects you with other members who pray for your need and you and send a financial gift directly to you to help with your medical expenses. And then you use the money you receive to pay your health care providers. You can join anytime. New members are always welcome. When the body of Christ comes together to pray, encourage, and provide for one another, burdens are lifted. God is glorified. And Obamacare just died That's another it's little death. <laughs> yeah. This applies to all areas right. of life, including health care. Learn more at Samaritan dot crosspolitik.
0: That's great. Um, oh, you're you a member of Samaritan Ministries, aren't you? Um,
3: I have been. You have been. I'm not who? right I'm not currently because I got Pitched into the maws of the federal government. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! How? They, they made you. <laughs> there's, a, there's a story there. Is it safe <laughs> for you to be here? Is the question. I'm old. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we, were, that, we were members of Samaritan for years, and it was
2: very, very good. Yeah, yeah. 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 We've had really good experience with it too.
0: So you guys, you know, uh, when the army does a re- re- releases a recruitment video, kind of, you know, gets excited. Right, you want to yeah, join the yeah. army? Uh, you want the wanna, old ones from back in the day, like the Marines? Yeah. Like, yeah. know, be, be all you can be. be That's Lord, right. Hey, that. there you go. Yeah, I remember that when yeah. I was a little boy. So, well, they, they got an updated. Okay. Uh, and this is this is not a mockumentary. This is real, a true uh, release of uh, of the. I think it's Army that did this. Mm-hmm.
4: This is the story of a soldier who operates your nation's Patriot missile defense systems. Why is it cartoon?
1: <laughs> it's all fake.
0: It it's not real. in
4: California. With a little girl raised by two moms.
0: <laughs> oh my goodness.
1: <laughs> Do we have to watch the whole thing though?
4: Although I had a fairly typical childhood. So Pastor Wilson pulls his hair out. <laughs> took ballet. Played violin.
1: You did not have a time. I also
4: marched for equality. Oh, okay. I like to think I've been defending freedom from an early age. When I was six years old, one of my moms had an accident that left her paralyzed. Doctors said she might never walk again. But she tapped into my family's pride to get back on her feet, eventually, standing at the altar to marry my my other mom. With such powerful role models, I finished high school at the top of my class and then attended UC Davis, where I joined a sorority full of other strong women. But as graduation approached, I began feeling like I'd been handed so much in life. A sorority girl stereotype. Sure, I'd spent my life around inspiring women. But what had I really achieved on my own? One of my sorority sisters was studying abroad in Italy. Another was climbing Mount Everest. I needed my own adventures, my own challenge. And after meeting with an army recruiter, not showing the ground I
3: found
4: it <laughs> <laughs> and maybe shatter some stereotypes along the way I'm US Army Corporal Emma Malone Lord and I answered my calling
0: <laughs> so um this is this, this is actually a,
4: this is a
1: campaign that they've been pulling off for like the last two months of mm-hmm. uh, the calling There's like five or four
3: four or five other videos like this. Don't you
2: have a good stinger for this? I mean, uh, come on. It I, if I were de-
3: Putin, I'd declare war now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, well, funny you, you should bring, funny
3: that up.
1: You
3: bring that up. <laughs> oh.
1: This is a Russian. Army yeah. Army. Yeah. It's not a cartoon, Кем ты будешь сегодня? Что ты знаешь о себе? Oh? На что ты способен? Вопросы могут остаться без ответов. Но разве ты сможешь потом спокойно спать? Узнать себя, познать границы своих возможностей? Черт черту границы. Ты готов ломать себя. До изнеможения. Каждый no день. No rope. No rope! <laughs> <laughs> the ground. Это ты решил себе что-то доказать. Это ты пытаешься увидеть в каждой тени своего врага, потому что без врага нет боя, а без боя нет победы самом деле главный враг это ты вчерашний ты твоя задача выследить врага догнать его превзойти стать лучше чем он и вернуться назад победителем
3: потому что завтра первый день твоей новой жизни pretty good <laughs> the russian helps
0: <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what they're saying. But so, someone had actually spliced these, these two, two together. videos together. Yeah. Uh-huh. They did the Russia video first and then they spliced in our, our army video uh, right our after pa- it. Our pansy Our army effeminate video. gay army video right after it. And it was like, it, it, when I saw it, I was like, oh, that stings. So,
1: Pastor Wilson, are we
3: screwed? Um. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. But, no. but they don't look good. Oh, that's terrible. Is, it's terrible yeah. but the thing we have going for us is that it really looks terrible to us right okay right. you think that does is, it
2: look bad oh, to us oh yeah yeah i okay. don't think this, this, this in, in a, another, it's a laughing stock this basically. does not fly in most states at all right alabama there's, texas there's, i mean there yeah, there's yeah. a few little bubble liberal bubbles in you know seattle and new york and la yeah. or chicago or whatever right. where mm-hmm. this is like oh girl power but i, I don't i think I, you're right i think 90% of the country thinks Oh gosh! I right. think you're right, Pastor Wilson. The, the, the
1: first reaction I had after I watched the Go Army video was, you know, the first thing I do when I see bad guys flying out the skies with M16 is think, "Where's the sorority girls to come save me?"
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I think you're right.
1: There is a natural kind of like, I don't believe this for once. It's like watching uh, the women superhero movies right now. They have to have so many special effects is to they make me believe. Those? I watch. Nux? I watch all Nux. kinds of movies. Yeah, of
2: course. <laughs> We're <laughs> gonna we have a business meeting. <laughs> He's a movie critic. Hey, so, oh, but, oh, movie uh, critic. Uh, yeah. He reviews them
3: for Christianity Today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh,
1: oh, oh, oh. Me and me and Russell Moore will not be getting along. I'll tell you that right now. But there is this. There is this unbelievable. Um, type of effect that they're trying to make me believe that these women are actually able to take a guy who's 250 pounds full of muscle right. and she's 140 yeah. pounds dripping wet and she can. Yeah. Well, it,
2: it, it is no pretty, it is pretty hilarious that it's all cartoon. Yeah. yeah. I mean, right. it's like, that's not real. Right. Like you, you had, to, you had to, you had to color all that. It's imaginary. Yeah. Right. It's not real.
1: Well, when, when, when we are creating, so I, there, I keep on thinking though, what is, so what is at the bottom of us creating a video like that? it's
3: the,
0: even especially the army like yeah, the well, army
3: but the people who create the videos are living in their own little bubble in their own little echo chamber and everybody in the office thought it was great or was afraid to say that it wasn't right 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 because uh corporate america disciplines the U- the military disciplines so they're mm. purging conservative officers they're purging conservative servicemen and if extremism is what they're calling it they're calling it extremism and so this is this is a
2: consequence downstream consequence of the election so what what, so if we say you know a a huge percentage of the country looks at this and giggles just you know thinks this is hilarious this is ridiculous and and yet um how many of those same people would be willing to do that out loud that's the seems to be the real problem. Right, a whole, right. A whole bunch of them think it's a joke, right. but a whole bunch of them are unwilling to laugh. Or if they they know if they do laugh, they get fired. They, or they
3: g- look around before they laugh. Yeah,
2: yeah. right. Um, what is, what is, where does that put us?
3: Well, I think it has to it puts us in a position of not being an organized resistance yet. Okay. We don't we don't have mm. a, a, a central point. Of organization mm-hmm. we have a lot of indicators that there are there's the material there for resistance mm-hmm. but we don't have really a flag to rally to
1: that, I, I, yeah. I think you're right about that I've watched that same thing in the SBC I've, I've seen a lot of guys who have had a huge problem with Russell Moore behind the scene who have been very very clear
0: how speaking much- of sorority
1: girls yeah. <laughs>
3: Message, um,
1: but they have not. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, <laughs> but they have not been vocal or public at all about Russell Moore um, in 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 the in the public arena to Kinda say like something.
3: Russell Moore about Canadian pastors,
1: exactly, or right. the ERLC at all f- with John MacArthur. Right. Like, and they they didn't just, say a thing. Just silent right. on that whole thing. And it
3: would have been it would have been a masculine, manly thing to do for them to differ with John MacArthur. You know, to say just straight uh, up, just straight up, and say we would critique this or to critique the canadian pastors but to go limp on it yeah, when when your silence. whole uh everybody in the world looking at this sees it as a religious liberty issue yeah and your whole thing is religious liberty to not talk about it at yeah, all that's right. is to, is to is to appoint yourself irrelevant yeah. so so then yeah. with,
1: so i'm seeing people now kind of treat russell Moore like good he's gone we're happy he's out of here good riddance but i didn't see these people standing up at all like the same thing, publicly saying we have Get have out problem. of here. Yeah, and, and not yeah. just that,
3: but the ERLC, period, should be abolished. But see, um, uh, yeah, there's a good argument for that because that kind of organization is going to attract certain kinds of functionaries. Mm. There's yep. an argument for that. I believe Rod Martin has made that Yeah, yeah, that, he's that pushing argument. it. Yeah. But the, the thing that you should note is why did Russell Moore feel the need to go now? Uh-huh, right. Okay. right. Before right. the next SEC. In, in other words, instead yeah. of lamenting the lack of pressure – I think you should postulate an
2: enormous amount of pressure. Right. Mm. I I thought he left Mm. because Beth Moore left.
0: (laughs) Well, he did. Again, he had
1: that line that if there isn't room for Beth Moore in the SBC, there isn't room for a lot of us. Right. So so what's the pressure that we should be putting on then?
3: Well, basically, I think the pressure that has been applied over the last year, asking questions, issuing challenges, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, there's been public stuff and there's been behind-the-scenes stuff. Yeah. And it looks to me as though it's being somewhat effective. Mm-hmm. It strikes me that there's not
0: really a dialogue between both sides. There's a lot of bombs being lobbed, we but no one's sides, speaking. Well, uh, a bunch of people in the SPC are telling, are saying, "Hey, let's get Russell Moore out." Russell Moore doesn't respond. Right. Um, never acknowledges even the critiques, and the same things happened like with Revoice. Largely, I mean, like the, you know, people are kind of talking and inferring who they're talking about but no one's really having yeah, a general but general but dialogue not,
3: and and in the sbc it's not even clear the uniforms aren't clear it's not mm-hmm. even clear yeah. right. who, who's mm-hmm. on which side right right, mm-hmm. right. So, there's a lot of it's like a water polo game where a lot of the
2: action is going on well, underneath uh, this well, the so surface. Yeah. We've, we've right. talked to people who, you know, it used to be this old, you know, sort of Calvinist non Calvinist divide. Right. But that's all gotten mixed up. And, right. and now you have non Calvinists who see the evil of uh, critical race theory, for example, yeah, and right. social justice stuff, joining ranks with uh, Calvinists who also see that. And you've got Calvinists who should see it, um, you know, the, I don't know, the J.D. Greers of the world or whatever. He's a Calvinist? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Te- right. Technically. Okay. But,
1: uh, but he's. Well, but, uh, but depends on what you mean by Calvinist.
2: Going limp and soft on, on yeah. critical theory and, yeah. and social justice stuff. And so that's where you've got, you know, you, it's hard to tell the uniforms.
3: So, it, and, and the other thing to keep in mind, the bright side of this, is Russell Moore moving from the SBC to Christianity today by one single move moved both organizations to the right. <laughs> <laughs> Will you say bars, um, I
2: actually thought, I mean, when we talked about this on Wednesday through the midweek fix, I, my, one of my thoughts was actually Russell Moore going to Christianity Today. I mean, how long does it take for uh, Russell Moore's, I, I assume, uh, more liberal um, tendencies just to go, f- go completely yeah. flagrant right, and, right. And, and open now that there's nothing to stop him? Yeah. Like, he doesn't
0: have a board well, anymore. He has a boss. At well, Christianity I mean, I mean, we'll see. I mean, yeah. I
2: mean, if and if he doesn't, then you're absolutely right. Christianity Today just brought on a more conservative. <laughs> well, I find it really
1: interesting that he's going to be the public theologian over there. All of a sudden, public theology is super popular.
2: Right. Yeah. You
1: know, I didn't think it was popular at all. No, like, hey, no, what happened to? It's,
2: it's been popular all along. Yeah, I know. As long as you did the right public theology. Yeah. I, as long as, as long as you asked Obama until for the correct.
3: <laughs> Oh, but <laughs> in the, but I, I'll throw one cautionary note. You know, for example, there are people in some of the skirmishes and fracases that we've been in, been in. There are um, ostensibly, um, um, well, not ostensibly, more conservative magazines like World Magazine, who have not come to our defense. For example, uh-huh, uh-huh. where people at Christianity Today have, mm. right, <laughs> right, right. Yeah. So um, they still have a window. Know, there are people yeah. there, there. In other words, there are people, good people there. I don't know how they figure out, how I don't know how they, how they work it around, that. so yeah. I don't know how they can live in that environment, yeah. but they do. They do. There, there are people there who are uh, doing good work, and we appreciate it when someone says something good, right. and there are people who are far more conservative than Christianity today right. who won't take a stand. Right. Things are pretty Yeah. I
2: had a pretty a favorable blurb of my book, Blood Bought World, back in the day when it came out right. in Christianity Today. Oh, really? I think it right. was. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well.
0: Are are we not going to cover the Maricopa stuff? We're going to move on. Uh, We can bring it back, but we got to
1: talk about devoured by cannabis, weed, liberty, and legalization by Pastor Wilson. Pastor Wilson, you set me straight with a lot of this news, but we'll talk about it. But but you got to set him completely straight. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not completely (laughs) straight on this. Uh, You know, more cross politic. Next on cross politic.
5: When a medical need arises, hundreds of thousands of Christians across the nation care for one another by sharing financially for those medical needs. Samaritan members pray and reflect God's love and care by providing for one another. While times continue to change, God's love doesn't. He cares for us as we are called to care for one another. A blunt rebuke of a
0: high society. Hey, I, I'm bringing this segment he in. He stole your thunder, yeah. dude. It's
2: cooking your grits. Welcome back to Cross Politic on the Fight Laugh Feast Network. This segment is brought to you by Gabe, just saying whatever he wants. <laughs> I was reading the back cover. <laughs> hey, we're really grateful to have Pastor Doug Wilson back with us uh, again on the show and um, talking to him about his brand new book, Devoured by Cannabis. Um,. I got the limited edition, though. Did you get the limited yeah, edition? Yeah, you did. I didn't. Hey. You did. There we go. Uh, what
1: happened with the limited edition? They didn't like the cover of it? it was like,
2: well, it was a,
3: They crowdsourced, which cover do you want us to publish Oh, it? Oh, okay. I hate when they do that. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I'm
1: an Apple guy. I'm like, I'll tell you what you need. I don't even yeah. ask them as much
2: questions. So does this mean this is like a runner-up or something like that? Or yeah, it was, well, that was the two options, yeah. and
3: and this is the cover that won. The one, and this and one is the, is yeah. the next yeah. up or something like yeah. that. To be
1: honest, this is actually a better cover, so I, 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 I agree. I don't know.
2: Oh, Crowdsourcing work, this, work run, this time. Man. Is that sure. what you're saying? Yeah, this one works. So, um, uh, Pastor Doug, um, why this book now? I mean, you so, grew up in the '70s, yeah.
3: You know, I, I did. You know, why now?
2: Uh,
3: <laughs> well, basically, uh, now, uh, right across the border in Washington State, um, pot shops have sprung up everywhere because it's recreational use of cannabis is legal. And right water, on the border and, of Idaho, right, right on the border, <laughs> like a, a mile out, yeah, and. Right. Uh, and so it's, it's become more of a practical pastoral mm. problem. And one of the things that, as I was doing this, I knew, I was anticipating in conservative Christian circles that there would be a libertarian concern Pushing against my thesis. Yes, yeah. we all know that smoking pot is a sin, but we would debate with you over whether it would be a crime at all. Right, right. right. Th- that's the libertarian thing.
1: So you did write this for me. So, God. Um, so then,
3: But then <laughs> I was surprised. Uh, one of the things that astonished me actually was when the book came out, how many Christians weren't in the it's – a, it's a sin camp at all. Right. Yeah. You know, right. How many they, they, Christians? They, oh, It's really? like having a beer. It's like having a they, beer. They, can. they yeah. take it to be like yeah. wine
2: or beer or right. scotch or something. So yeah. a lot
3: of people, a lot of Christians, have been affected by the. Uh, well, it's legal. It's open. It's right. It's it's recreational. Yeah. Uh, it's my dad had a martini when I was growing up. You know. Martini so a lot of people, mm-hmm. basically, a lot of people didn't make a distinction between recreational marijuana use
2: and uh, having a beer after work. So so real quick. Um, uh, Um, unpack that really quickly what is the difference between having uh, a couple of hits of a of some weed and having a few sips of scotch Um, the basic bottom
3: line difference is that people nobody smokes a joint Because it pairs nicely with the fish. (laughs) Well, (laughs) it makes it makes you want to have fish, but uh. makes you want to have Oreos and mustard.
2: (laughs) 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 It pairs nice with the Funyuns.
3: So what what you have is in Scripture, alcohol use. There is the uh, uh, there are a number of uses of alcohol, medicinal. Take a little wine for your stomach, Paul tells Timothy. There's sacramental. Jesus Mm -hmm. uh, initiates the Lord's Supper with uh, with wine. There's Mm -hmm. thirst. Jesus said from the cross, Mm -hmm. I thirst, and he Mm -hmm. was offered wine. So you've got a number of legitimate uses. And the one prohibited use to alcohol is the reason why people smoke dope. So if someone wanted to say drunkenness, uh, yeah, getting, getting the buzz or getting an altered state of consciousness, that's the thing that's prohibited with alcohol. Yeah. And that's the one thing that people are pursuing mm-hmm. with, uh, with smoking
2: and joint. So the, the comeback is, but God gave wine to make the, the, the heart, heart glad. glad, right? What's the difference between gladness of heart with wine and that buzz? I would say,
3: uh, the celebratory use is what you're talking about mm-hmm. is I, I think of, toasts at a wedding reception mm-hmm. okay yeah you, you, you've got it's it's wine to make the the heart glad it's a celebratory occasion mm-hmm. it pairs nicely with the fish hmm.
0: <laughs> how would you how would you respond to someone who says well you know I, I mean, i've smoked dope and i've i've not gotten high from it um, why can't I? So what I, I would say if you someone
3: know. smokes dope and they and let's say someone microdoses or mm-hmm. you know they they're doing something where there's no effect at all, and then they're well, not no even using it right. Yeah, there, right. There, exactly. There's, no sin. there's also no point. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's a good point. Yeah.
1: So so I've so the, I have all kinds of questions, Pastor, because I've my dad was an herbalist. I've been around. Um, weed for a long time um, yeah. I've seen it used in so many different ways I've seen the, the, right. the advances in it even the uh, the way that they've been able to split it and use it for studying um, for uh, uppers not just yeah. downers and use it you know, all kinds of different ways and limit it even the THC in it to right. limit it so that it doesn't have the effect in the same way smoking does so it's right. not just a smoking thing for me so I, I think I fit into a very medicinal part of this conversation but the thing that's interesting to me about this is The vice that I think we can get attached to and become enslaved by. And so the part of me that really liked the book was The Condition of Our Condition. Right. Could you just talk about a little bit? Because people like me, I don't think I think we have a tendency. I mean, mean this honestly to be played because we see those things. Um, Somebody like me who understands the issues with the police and uh, the racism and stuff like that easily can bend towards a critical theory position without embracing all of those things. Because we have a a different perspective in this. Yeah. But we can be played. Right. And so when you talk about the condition of our condition, I think it helps set the tone for what we 're actually getting at
3: right what, what direction is our country going? Are we thriving yeah. in self control well, just look at our look at our, <laughs> our, look at our <laughs> army videos <laughs> yeah. right yeah. Are, are, are we growing in discipline and hard work and right. yeah. no, or is this all part of a slide yeah uh, it's going somewhere it's going somewhere yeah now the the thing that, that I want to I, I guess emphasize is that if you uh, I have no problem with genuine medicinal applications of uh, of uh, marijuana, or or you know, if if you do the research and you you're careful and you're you're actually caring for people. Mm-hmm. Uh, in principle, I wouldn't say, "Oh, God gave us all these things to experiment with," but that's off the table because sure, uh, sure uh, right. I get It's right. right. taboo. So, or whatever. so uh, but and and part of the problem with the federal uh, with the federal government making it. Illegal is that it bans research, right? Is, so mm-hmm. it, or it gets in the way of right. researching private things.
1: private entities being able to
3: do it. Yeah, so you. I think I think we should be able to research it. I think we should be able to do all those things. And I, was, I would stipulate that the war on drugs, the way the war on drugs has been conducted, is demented and evil. Destroyed a lot of small
1: com, uh, black communities. I've right. seen that. Yeah. So
3: the 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 using the nine pound sledgehammer. In the war on drugs, and and seizing someone's car,
4: <laughs> you know,
3: you arrest someone for, un, under suspicion of using uh, drugs marijuana. or running drugs, and you can seize his car right. without a trial. Right. You can
2: seize his assets without right. a trial. Fourth, all, of, all, Fourth Amendment out the window. Uh, all all yeah. of
3: those all of those things, I think, any Christian conservative should object to stridently. Yeah. At the same time, yeah. I think we should say. Let's be careful. Let's be careful. Let's be careful because right. yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, the federal government, it, I, I believe, a socialist, collectivist government wants an enervated people. Yeah, yeah. They, they 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 prefer a population of lotus eaters. Right. Yeah. To a population of hard work, hardworking, disciplined. It's um, easier to Christians. lead
2: a nation around that's stoned. Right. Than a nation right. that's um, sober-minded right. stone, and thoughtful, stone
3: people can follow the socialists' arguments. Right. Yeah.
2: So th- and, and they, they're happy to get in breadlines. <laughs> well, you, you make office. a good point. So they're then, happy to get in bread lines, so too. So the
4: arguments
1: that people are having right now, my libertarian friends, um, we completely disagree on this. But they're like, we need to have the liberty to be able to do this, so the government can't legislate this. They're arguing for. Di- so I would argue the government shouldn't legislate it, but I'm not arguing for it so that we can have the liberty to be high. I'm, I want to argue for it because the government shouldn't be in those type of things. I love your argument about there should be two other governments that should be legislating <laughs> against it: right. Right. the church and the family. Right. But when the government gets to legislating things like drugs, then we start seeing stuff like hydroxychloroquine
3: uh, that okay, is outlawed. not ex- yeah, right. outlawed. Right. And okay.
1: so I'm like, I don't, I don't want that. But I do want harsh punishments for anybody. Go ahead. But,
3: but here's, the, but this is the thing. Yeah, one, you, you can't uh, put liber- liberty issues on s- something like this. Has to, it has to either come in across the board or very, very gradually, so for mm-hmm. example, if you legalize marijuana and you don 't legalize the right of an employer to fire a stoner yeah yeah right, right. Um, then what 's happened is you 're making the hardworking businessman subsidize this guy 's bad yeah bad sure. Habit. yeah sure so um, I, I, uh, uh, yeah I agree in a, in a genuine free market, let's say in a libertarian paradise where sure. smoking dope was legal. Yeah. Uh, Is there such thing as libertarian uh, paradise? Uh, well, I say in here, <laughs> work, with me. <laughs> work, work Imagine. with me it's a it's a thought experiment yeah. i don't think I don't think a libertarian paradise would be a paradise yeah. but in this hypothetical setup, um, the damage would be a lot less if businessmen had the right to simply not employ people and if there were no welfare checks no welfare yep. checks for yep. people on drugs yep. no um no, work no right to to automatic employment right right. Uh, right now if if someone wants to fire someone there all there's all kinds of employment law that, that all sorts of hoops they have to jump through and, right. and so on. So I would prefer to have liberty to businessmen first. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. And then we, let's talk about medicinal marijuana. Then let's talk about these other things. Okay. Yeah. And, and the thing that you pointed out is I think we need to simultaneously buttress the church's stand yes. against marijuana use
2: and the families to stand. And, and, so, the and we should treat it like drunkenness. Right. And, and the way that the church has had to have a stance against drunkenness and alcoholism right. Right. Uh, for many centuries. Right. So
0: if you're governor of Idaho for a day, um, would you... What a um, glorious 12 hours. That yes, would it be. would be. <laughs> yes, 12 <laughs> hours? I, I would vote for That's you. That's a lot of time. <laughs> uh, would you, if a bill was before you saying to legalize marijuana, um, would you... You know, out of conviction of the difference between sins and crimes, would
3: you uh, legalize marijuana? Well, I have a proposal near the end of the book of what I think should replace our current drug system. Oh, if, if you if you get a um, if you had a macro bill that followed my recommendations, <laughs>
0: I've, all I've, of you I've, running for in office. a perfect Calvinistic theonomic <laughs> society, chapter <laughs> chapter
3: ten. Chapter 10. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. On the one hand, I don't th- I don't think it's right or conscionable to send a 19 year old kid to the penitentiary for years. Three strike weed Because he Three was caught, he was, uh, caught yeah. with a bag of uh, yeah. marijuana. I think that that's demented. You're sending him to a graduate school for, yeah, for vice crime. and crime, yeah. right. Right. and it, it just right. makes no sense. Yeah. But I do think that there, I do think that we ought. I don't think we should make it completely legal. What I argue for is decriminalization, not legalization. And define uh, that for me. Well, it'd be I'd I'd want a separate system of drug courts yeah so um, okay. so if you're arrested for possession, you have the option of paying uh a fine or going to rehab. Yeah. Okay. Which and is so, – that's, that's
1: what's possession though. So well, if or, you – Yeah. Well,
3: it would be the same thing. So Basically, you'd have drug courts that would handle drug cases. And
2: some states are doing that already to some extent. I right. know Idaho has drug courts, for right. example, right. already. And I, I know it's still in the – I think it's still part of the criminal system. Right. Um. But that, there's, there's – That kind of gets e-
1: into sins and crimes a little bit. So what, yeah. what would be the crime yeah. in possession?
3: The, well um, – Basically, the crime is the possession and use. So, if you're if you're selling, you'd have to have this all worked out. But uh, one of the things that is that has not been looked at is the um, the relationship between st- uh, getting stoned regularly and psychosis. Yeah. Okay. 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 So there, uh, and it's one of those things where when the birth control pill was invented, everybody was ready for it. And so you weren't allowed to look into possible side effects. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. It basically. You mean like the
1: right now, the vaccine? <laughs> <laughs> well, like, yeah, <laughs> like the vaccine, yeah. Everybody's,
3: yeah. Uh, everybody's yelling. There's certain things that we will rush through, right? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Right. So we rushed through the birth control pill and yeah. now yeah. Uh, decades later, okay, yeah. maybe there's some breast cancer issues. I uh, 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 yeah. um, And we're doing the same thing with the vaccine now. If there's certain things that you could uh, bring up because like, mm. what causes autism? Maybe our cell mm. phones are causing autism, right, and then right. you can get a real buzz. But if you said so, uh, a, a real buzz in the media about right, that, right. but if you said, "I wonder if daycare centers have anything to do with autism," <laughs> you're going to be run out of town right, for even right. for oh, even wow. wanting to investigate it. Right. 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 Oh, wow. So uh, on the the thing with marijuana, there is a clear link between mm-hmm. marijuana use, regular marijuana use, especially with teenage boys, who's brains are forming Mm -hmm. and psychosis, Mm -hmm. schizophrenia. Um, Mm. and, and so when, when there's a, inexplicable shooting someone goes around the band yeah. or a school shooting right. we're n- we're allowed to ask we're allowed to ask what gun did he use and what yeah. color he was That's what, right. what color he was what yep. gun did he use to shoot up the school yeah. we're not allowed to mm-hmm. ask how many drugs the school nurse gave him what yep. drugs they were yeah, you're for how allowed, long we're not allowed mm-hmm. to ask whether he was a regular pot smoker or, right. Right. or if he had a father That's you talk right. Right. about that in the I book had a dad. Right. Yeah. so
0: so um, I, I, I think the thing i'm getting hung up on is is biblically How can you define marijuana smoking as a crime biblically?
3: Okay, so one of the things I go into here is Uh is when you look at this issue of psychosis, basically it's um, getting drunk at home is not a crime. And Moses is Israel, getting drunk at home. But getting behind a wheel and driving – over somebody right. or into the back of somebody's car. Yeah. But, be but, but, the, but the crime there but is but you, you killed out. someone or right. you, you right. hit someone. It's yeah. not the Correct. drunkenness. Did you just
1: interrupt the, the good Dr. Yeah. Passer? Yeah. I'm, let I'm, let just, let man I'm just getting so, yeah, this all out.
3: So let's, let's say someone is falling down drunk and they're weaving down the the middle of the street right. at two in the morning and Andy of Mayberry pulls him over. <laughs> okay. uh, as he would. <laughs> as he would. And he lets him sleep it off in the, in the in, jail, in the jail. Right. Okay. That is not tyranny. Right, okay. right, right. Now, it right. may not be the optimum way to handle drunk driving, yeah. but it's just not tyranny. You're, the, the, the That community yep. is simply defending itself against a likely threat. Right. And defending okay. him from himself. Now, yeah, I, th-
1: I think that's protection, yeah, for yeah, him. That's yeah.
3: self-defense. That's, self that's right. Rare. Okay. Now, the with alcohol, the uh, the half-life of alcohol in the body – is measured in hours. Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay. Sure. The half life of THC in the system is measured in weeks. Yep. It stays in the system. Sure. There's the possibility of flashbacks. And da, da. do I want my Delta pilot to have to be a, a stoner on every weekend? Do I want him? Um, no, I don't. Mm -hmm. All right, Mm -hmm. and well, the last time I got loaded was three weeks ago. It doesn't, (laughs) it doesn't matter. You're still still risking the lives of your passengers. Mm -hmm. Okay, now when when you have a a system like that, a a society like that, there's a point, a reasonable point where you can say that you don't have Andy of Mayberry follow the drunk down. Well, let's wait till he kills somebody. Right. Right. Uh, Okay. Let's take a. There's a. There's a prudent. Preventative measure that can be taken. Sure. Okay. Now I'm opposed to the cops setting up a roadblock, pulling people over, and giving random tests, right. breathalyzer tests, because there's no probable cause. There's no, right. you, you know, you you can't do it like that. So I think that you ought to have some sort of reasonable um, protection of society while also protecting society from the tyrant.
1: I'm, I'm, we're not done. I I was, he just get me started. I'm we're gonna have to question. save it for the next segment because. Uh, and I might have one before you have one, and Gabe still has one of them. So All right, I know I you got finished. a bunch of them. You want to send those in? What's your email address so we can get <laughs> 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 Well, first, I hope you're going to Amazon to buy the book. Devoured by cannabis. More cross-politic when we come back with Pastor Doug Wilson. We got to talk about more like legalization of this. I'm not sold yet, Pastor. <laughs> Hi, I'm Robert Borton, CEO of Classical Conversations. Our most precious commodity is time. No one has ever lied on their deathbed wishing they had spent more time making money. They all wish they had spent more time creating a legacy. Our modern education system steals that legacy, steals that time from our children. That's why I'm passionate about homeschooling. That's why at Classical Conversations, we want to give you more time to create that legacy, follow your passions, and glorify God.
2: Visit classicalconversations.com for more information. (laughs) Hold it! No asking questions on the break. <laughs> Who's first? <laughs> Welcome back to Cross Politic. We got Pastor Doug Wilson, pastor of Christ Church here in Moscow, Idaho. He's our pastor. Yes, he is. Uh, founder of Logos. I try School. anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you can see how that's going. I'll take the blame for that. Founder of Logos School, New St. Andrews <laughs> College, author of bazillion books, uh, father of uh, three? Three. Yeah. Grandpa, Papa, to how many? 90? Seventeen. Okay, 17, seventeen. As far as you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really grateful to have Doug back on the show. I'm asking the question because I open the second. But
1: I got to say something real quick. I really have to thank Chelsea, our uh, event planner for yep. the rally. Yep. she, you know, there was a shortage of Chick Fil A, and there's been a shortage of chicken.
2: And, and, and Chick Fil A and, sauce. And she's
1: like, here's the last of it. She found some Chick Fil A sauce. Oh, wow. And awesome. sent it to me. Not us.
0: There's two bottles there, though. Me.
1: And she said, I don't want you having to mess around. Uh, I don't want to by messing around with Knox's chicken. Oh, So praise she, the Lord. I just want to say thank God for
0: this <laughs> woman. Uh,
1: she is single. She needs a good husband. And you can Are tell you? she's going to be a good wife one day to some
3: man. <laughs> There's a
2: dowry
1: right there. <laughs> <now. laughs> Chelsea, Chick thank you. sauce. That is awesome.
2: Okay. So I was going to go back to, uh, we're talking about the biblical case for some measure of criminalization, or, or you said not criminalization, but regulation. Right. No, or no, decriminalization. Decriminalization. De-
3: so, de- decriminalization, not legalization.
2: What's the category biblically? So we, we make a big deal, and we've we've worked hard in, uh, this, on this show in particular, of, of hammering this, this distinction between sins and crimes. Right. Um, if it's not a crime, then we've said it's not the state's jurisdiction, right. generally speaking. Um, what's the biblical case for this? this other sort of, gray area or overlapping jurisdiction or something like that so what i argue for is
3: look marijuana is against the law now i'm arguing in a in idaho i'm arguing against a galloping into legalization without researching it first right so what i'm Mm. saying is uh, we need to we need to put this issue of psychosis on the table uh-huh. We have to look at states and in Colorado, which is one of the first states to legalize to legalize marijuana, has now acknowledged the link between marijuana use and psychosis they 've so done it, enough uh, of it to be like <laughs> yeah that's a and, problem and right. what, so what happens uh, to the driving stat what happens to traffic fatalities what mm-hmm, hap- mm-hmm. we? we should We should look before we go along with the legalization right. now so i 'm not talking about let 's Let's legalize everything, and then let's go and institute my okay. decriminalization. I'm saying from where we are let's, now. Let's ride the brakes. Let's ride the brakes. And loosening some of it up. Yes. I, I say at the beginning uh, at, at the, in the intro that I'm arguing for blinking yellow. Yeah, yeah right. Okay. At, the, at the least. At a the blin- least. No, yeah. Blinking yellow. Slow down. Let's go cautiously. <laughs> There's something to investigate here. Does this? Does our society have a legitimate interest right. in defending themselves from against the side effects right. of this kind of widespread right. drug so use. So, pa-
1: Pastor Wilson, can I argue for the case of a good government that punishes wickedness rightly, biblically, right. is going to have a lot less of a certain type of mentality of a people that are willing to go and do these things. Correct. So yes, I think part of our problem is that we don't even... Even with the, the laws that are on the books now without, With alcohol and drunkenness We don't police those well at all. Right. As far as I'm concerned like Even all the laws we have with DUIs And you take somebody's life And then you can take another person's life And you lose your license or spend some time in jail right. That's not
2: no way right. in the world right. the, the, People who are getting drunk and, and killing people particular yes, manslaughter They, they need right. to die there, there, sh- there should be very severe penalties And some of them absolutely need to have it, the death penalty And, 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 some, that, and that would put a damper on that A, <laughs> a
1: massive damper on somebody <laughs> saying, maybe I should get behind the wheel and operate a vehicle, right. or so maybe I need to control had, my You're passions.
3: absolutely right. If we had biblical penalties after the fact, we would need a lot less preventative right. measures. Yep. Right. And,
1: and Yes. And, right. And, and and that control, and I all teaches and disciples into righteousness, so that's what the law would do is say, well, we want a society. You know, he's talk about this in the book that no matter what laws we put there, if we don't have a moral people anyway, it's not going right. to, I, I'm reading Rush Dooney now on um, pornography and politics. And one of, it's a really great book, but one of the things he argues is, like, we started legislating against pornography, and all we got was more of it. Yeah. And <laughs> so the, the problem that we really have is an immoral people that is this, the law they, is going to magnify want this. this.
2: They, they want this vice.
3: Right. And law doesn't save. Right. So, the, right. so law does not save. Law should be something that grows out of a, um, if you have a gospel-centered people Christian people, they can be free, and then law is applied around the edges, around the perimeter, to police certain outliers. Right. Uh, But if you're trying to take a uh, a nation of slaves to sin, Mm -hmm. and you're trying to make them better through the law, everything you do is going to make it worse. Right. When you when Mm -hmm. you when you uh, crack down on drug smugglers and crack down, you know, the law is going to make it worse. When you legalize it your law's going to make it worse. Everything is going to make it worse because so, so the law can't fix it. Law can't fix. Law it. can't say. So so uh,
1: the place that we're in right now, I'm concerned about legalizing something with people who are already prone to a particular vice. Like right. this vices all over in por- and with yeah, pornography, right. all kinds of stuff. Uh, especially with drugs, it's it's not just Marijuana, You got right. opioids. You got all kinds of stuff that right. are vices. So when you legalize something, you're creating more people to be enslaved to whatever you want them to right. be enslaved to. So then I struggle with that. At the same time, I'm, I'm concerned that the very government that we have right now trying to regulate this, they're not capable in any way, which yeah. is why I think your argument in the book for the family and the church being able to take and legislate this in their spheres of government have a way better chance of having an effect on the society right. Yes. Right. than trying to push some sort of right. legislation through government.
3: Right. right. So the, the main thing I wanted this book to accomplish is to convince Christians that getting stoned is a sin, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. If getting stoned is a sin. And that equips pastors of churches and elders of churches and mothers and fathers
5: Right. To, to, to categorically say, to categorically yeah. deal mm-hmm. with
3: it within their spheres. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm. Now, at some point, if there are a large number of Christians, you're going to someone's going to say, "Well, what, what about the cops? What about the law?" Right, and that's why I have a proposal near the end. Yeah. but the, that proposal is not my solution. Right, the solution is gospel in the churches and gospel in
2: families. Right, right. right. I think one of the things too that mm. families, in particular, it, you know, recognizing that it's a sin, the government of the family is should be considered a powerful weapon in all of this right frequently christian families just have such a low view of what god's given them um and and so we we think so little is going on but but what you're building in a family is it's one of the central governments that god's established in the world right and if you're doing it right that family is growing actually in uh, power mm-hmm. and in influence and in wealth and family, families are where self control is learned exactly. or not that's exactly right. that's and, right. and, and, and there's that's right. and there's a there's a powerhouse there in the family and people forget that it's not and and the and the, the 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 weapons of the family if you if you will or the um the um the punishments in the family it doesn't just stop with spanking or right. grounding, mm-hmm. um, the ultimate one is disinheritance. Correct. But mm-hmm. many families have not built the kind of um, governmental structure, the kind of beautiful kingdom in their home right. that disinheritance would mean anything. Right. Um, but, but <laughs> Here's like, my credit card debt. <laughs> you know, you know, would like, you, like, would <laughs> you
1: put the idea of a family member saying, my son has become a threat to society and has been d- destroying our society. That I'm taking before the government said you need to have this. This needs to be dealt with. Right. As, it as, I said I that's even a higher. Well, people don't even yeah, have a concept right, for that. Right. But but before
2: that should have been you should have yeah, exhausted absolutely. all of your tools. Yeah. yeah. And of course, so much of this is it's not threats. It's it's gospel. It's love. It's loyalty. It's building something together. But when you build something together in a home, a business, a mission, um, you're, God blesses that, and people want to belong to that, and you begin to gather more people. You you have, you know, a a, a widowed aunt and you have cousins and you have other people that come along and start gathering in and you build something beautiful that people want to be a part of. And then if somebody's going saying, no, I'm betraying the family, right. I, will yeah. not, I will not yeah. serve your God, I will not serve your mission, well then f- ultimately down that road when you plead with them and you call them back to, to, to the family and they won't do that, then you cut them off and there might be even further things off where you got to bring it to the church. do baptize
1: your kids if you have children. You can't do that unless you're a Presbyterian covenantal
5: about this. That's true.
1: Right. You, you just can't operate that way right. because your kids aren't, aren't necessarily you, inside of your you, you don't know they are anyway. yeah. Yeah. You, you just can't you operate you that way You do
2: to understand that there's, there's, a, there's a thing there yeah. There's, a, there's yeah. a God-given covenant There family in the family unit. Yeah. That's, a, that's a unit that's one of the building blocks of society It's one of the powerhouses So, the so pa- community
1: So Pastor, I, I want to piggyback on what um, Pastor Toby's getting at And ask how do you as a father And a, a mother discipline your kids When you see them that are going down this way And they're coming in stone And they're, you're having to deal with kids
3: that are already in this well if you're at that point it has to begin with a whole lot of confession of sin mm. because this dealing uh, guarding protecting your children against this sort of thing starts when they're one and two years old mm. you, right. you know if if so what to check what's your um where are your kids getting educated where do they go to school uh what uh what's the playlist like do you know what your kids listen to what are your kids? How how are they being catechized with movies and sitcoms? And are you? Do you have any grasp of the mental visual? Audio intake that your kids are going through. now often, Who are their friends? too? Who are, who are yeah, their friends? Right. Who are their mentors? Who
1: mm-hmm. are their teachers? But, Pastor, my kids are pagans and not in the covenant. I don't know how I'm going <laughs> to be able to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. I think you should buy one of your onesies. Go <laughs> <laughs> baptize
1: your kids if you have children. Um, the, before we go, I really want to talk to you really quick. I've seen a lot. So, the, you know, the CDC came out with new guidelines. Anyone who is vaccinated gets uh, to take their mask off
3: their if heart. If you're vaccinated, You can go from five masks to three to three. And
1: and it's created a lot of hoopla because people are trying to figure out, wait a second, if this person has their mask off, are they vaccinated or are they lying to me? And so (laughs) there's no regulation now on how to figure out who's vaccinated, who's not. There's also something that I've seen where people have relaxed in pursuit of. The tyranny that we see going on because everyone is, I mean, as soon as the CDC came out with this, Costco came out with their, we're releasing Walmart, AM, Walmart, yeah. all, everybody started releasing. even our, our own city council themselves took off the mandate. Okay. And so <laughs> that's I, I saw, and, and that's not surprising to me, but what's surprising is watching everybody as we said this on Wednesday, kind of woosah and, 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 <laughs> and now, and now they're thinking this is all over. Right. And so right now, as we see this kind of woosah happening and this release of the mandates happening, how should we actually be engaging and thinking about what just happened?
3: So what what just happened, what what needs to happen is uh, after the moment of relief and exhilaration, I don't have to don't have to wear this mask anymore. Um, I think it was Pennsylvania just uh, put some restrictions on On the governor, what the governor can do in the future. Uh, I think all 50 need to do that and they have to say okay clearly uh the emergency powers that the, these governors were able to appeal to were written in another era when people knew what an emergency actually was mm. right mm-hmm. it's a martian invasion it's a asteroid shower it's a dam breaking mm-hmm. yeah uh, it's you can't just declare an emergency and keep the emergency alive through public service announcements you basically yeah. um, I, I think what we need to do is strengthen the ability of our legislatures to uh, to end um, emergency uh, orders em, um, end emergency orders there's got to be some sort of redress. A mechanism that people can use. We need a check and balance on that. We need a check and balance on we, that. We wait, we, wait.
2: we thought the emergency area would be something that everybody would agree on and it'd be easy, right. but they've used that lever it to foist all this on us, and so we need a check and balance and, on emergency. And, and, orders. and that's at a
1: government level, but what about like at a county level or a city council level? Because even though you, they might do that, you still have city councils out there that were yeah, still see, the we we city, city council the same thing here there.
3: was piggybacking off of the the government. Yeah. Yeah. So right. when when they did their that's local right. emergency order, they were saying, well, because of what the governor did. Yep. So basically these things cascade down. Yep. Um, and what I, what I would like to do, uh, we've conducted ourselves here in Moscow in such a way as in the frenzy, we were pretty unpopular with some people. Yeah. I've gotten flipped off a number of times on the streets of Moscow mm-hmm. by the kind, loving people. And, <laughs> and, but it, so there was, it ran hot for a while. But now, when people are going to say, "Okay, yeah, maybe there was an overreaction. Yeah, maybe," I don't yeah. Know, then people are going to remember who didn't, who yeah. didn't buckle, who didn't right. go along with it. Will right. they
1: remember though? That's my I, problem. I, I don't I, know
3: if they
2: will. I, I think they will. I, and, yeah, and. and and if they don't, we can remind them. Remind them, them yeah. 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 So, uh, the, go- the other thing to remember, too, is locally. I mean, I think there are things governmentally you can do locally as well. We were we were actually um, in process of um, there, um, trying to get some kind of referendum right. related to our mask mandate here right. that our local government squashed. Right. Um, and so we've got work to do locally just to say, all right, look. Quite apart from this particular thing, there has got to be a way of checking emergency orders even locally. Right. right. And so yep. you can't yep. just say it's that's an emergency, right. there's nothing you can do. The, right. the right. people, I mean, the, the government here in our republic does arise from the people, right. and there has to be a check and balance there. Yeah. And so the other thing that's on the second side of this, the
1: second part of this question is with the, the, the now the demand for um, legislation to figure out who's vaccinated and who's not with masks. Are we about to repeat phase two with the vaccinations as we did with the masks? Because now they got to figure out who's vaccinated and who's not. Chicago, Lori Lightfoot is saying that she's doing uh, events only for people who are vaccinated. And so we're seeing the segregation grow between vaccinated and unvaccinated. Like we just went through this with masks.
3: Right. And they're, they're pushing this play hard, but there is resistance on this point. Yeah. And Governor DeSantis in Florida, yeah. saying right. making it against the law to require vaccine. Our uh, governor did pass- that too. Or yeah. Governor Idaho did that. And if if Brad Little did that, he was pretty um, aggressive with the lockdown and pretty susceptible to pressure the other way. Right. If he stood up against the vaccine passports, that indicates that there's he- hefty pressure. A hefty pressure that way. Don't don't go down this road. I right. think I think that the left is going for broke in this moment. I think they're gonna try and get everything that they can possibly get. Mm. They're running their plays. Right, and yeah. I think we just need to say no. Mm. And God mm. sits in his
2: heaven and laughs. Mm. Right. laughs. I I just realized guys, I I said earlier that my book was plugged in Christianity today. I double checked it. It was actually World magazine. Oh. Bloodbat World. Yeah. So not Christianity today. <laughs> okay. Devoured by can. A de- correction within a whole hour. That's yeah. pretty good. Yeah, that's uh,
0: nice. pretty
1: good. <laughs> that's not that's bad. bad. Yeah. <laughs> devoured by cannabis. <laughs> Devoured by Cannabis. Can I get that back again? <laughs> we, Liberty, and Legalization. Pastor Wilson, we can get this at Amazon.
3: Yep. Okay. Can,
0: press. Can, yeah. Yeah. can press. can of Press.
1: Can Press. Until it's canceled. Well, can- <laughs> <canceled. laughs> he'll probably be canceled. Go to if Can Press. Say- it's just
3: can a matter press- of time.
1: Yeah, Amazon, they don't pay us. Can Press might give us a handout, though, Maybe. right? So, if you're single, get married. If you're married, have kids. And if you have kids, go baptize them. Until next week, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Go fight laugh, and feast, this is CrossPolitik.
5: We did not design a cookie cutter curriculum meant to chop students into appropriately shaped submissives or snowflakes for the secular zeitgeist. We designed our curriculum the way we did because we want our graduates to be equipped to stand courageously against that destructive zeitgeist and to honor their maker and how they, body, mind, and soul battle to save their communities and the entire Western world from our current diseased insanity. New St. Andrews College is not in the business of rubber stamping graduates for this particular job market or that particular career. We aren't happy unless our graduates are equipped to tackle any constructive cultural task anywhere from courtrooms to hospitals to job sites to movie sets to the highest risk job in the most important setting of all. raising and training of the next generation of immortal souls around dining room tables and in pews. The world may have gone mad, but it's not the first time. It has been saved before and by particular people, many of whom shared a very particular type of education. Augustine, Calvin, Jefferson, Churchill, and many lesser-known heroes in times of madness all had one type of education, one type of training in common. And... It's the same kind of rigorous education we currently pursue surrounded by the rolling wheat fields of Idaho. By God's grace, our civilization will be saved or rebuilt from the smoking ruins. The men and women capable of such a task, capable of fearless joy and fiery laughter, all while undertaking such hard cultural labor, those are the kind of graduates we want, the kind we expect. They are why we exist and why we teach what we teach. So you might call it a major in world building or culture shaping or a major in saving civilization. We call it classical Christian liberal arts. New St. Andrews College, saving civilization since 1994.